0: Welcome back to another dope episode of What's Up Aboard, the podcast. For those of you who may not know, this is a podcast that focuses on love, life, relationships, and everything in between. Everybody has a story to tell, and we just want to know, what's yours? And for a long time, regular listeners, including David Whitney, salute. Salute. My name is Wardy Ward, and the non-decaffeinated coffee-drinking brother to the left is none other than Trey All Day in the lab. What's happening,
1: brother? not too too much going on what's going on mr wardy ward you know i have to add on an extra shot just because you said there's no no caffeine so i got my shots in (laughs) that's what's up that's what's up
0: as many of you know this podcast has the goal of interviewing promoting and learning from people who are making a difference in the world with an idea business personal story and more our studio guest today definitely falls into this category word on the curb is she does taxes coaching counseling parachute jumping and a whole bunch more ladies and gentlemen please welcome miss Tika Tolliver to the lab what's happening Tika Tika
2: hey y'all how y'all doing thanks for having me
0: tonight oh good to good to be here good to have you too and we know you had a long day so thanks for making time for us here All right. Before we get started, can you tell us a little about yourself? Who is the woman they call Miss Tolliver, if you will? Who are you? Where you're from? What you're doing? What you've been up to?
2: Hey, okay. My name is Tika. I'm from Decatur, Illinois. I've been living in Indy almost 19 years now. Mm -hmm. I'm an entrepreneur of two businesses. I own a Coochie Cane LLC, which is an organic body scrub company with CBD and hemp. Um, I own Sweetie Properties, LLC, which is basically a property management company. And I buy and basically fix up rental properties. Mm. And I still work as well. So I'm an employee as well. Okay. And I've been working on my job um, in health insurance for 15 years now. I do appeals and grievances. Wow. These show do a lot. Are you Jamaican?
1: <laughs> we got 15 jobs, man. 15 jobs You might have to do a disclaimer <laughs> on that tray. <laughs> on behalf of the World well, Sure, we are not stealing from the Winans. Now back to you, War.
0: Oh, thank you, sir.
1: Okay. So, uh, you so you, you you do
0: the coochie cane, the sweetie properties and insurance. Are you a certified agent, insurance agent, too, or are you just doing that like for a company?
2: I I do it for a company. I'm not a certified agent. So basically, I just um, work all the complaints so anybody to have that don't get approved for insurance or they want to cancel a later date or earlier date they bait and it, they get denied they basically file an appeal and i'm the one to review the appeal and either overturn or overturn it or uphold it uh, so you well, got the power well, we gotta to hit a
1: pause real quick so dude, <laughs> most of your your calls with those that just start off with, see what had happened was
2: uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get a lot. We get oh, okay. everything I deal okay. with is in writing, though. So the good thing is I don't have to talk to people. So okay. that's, the, that's the positive part about it. Nice,
0: mm. nice. Yeah, I've been an insurance agent for, man, 10 years. I I still have my license. I just don't like it anymore, but I, I'm still licensed. But uh, I, I feel your pain. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All
0: right. So uh, let, let's go ahead and get started. Let, let's talk about your first business, Coochie Kane. LLC, if I'm
2: correct, right? Well, actually, uh, Sweetie Properties LLC was my first business. I've had that business about eight years now. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Coochie Cane, I started that business a little over two years ago. Okay, well, let's start with Sweetie Properties. Um okay.
0: I thought y'all owned a restaurant in uh, St. Louis too, wasn't
1: that? So, That's sweetie pies. Oh, you talking
3: about that? Um, oh, restaurant. okay.
1: You talking bad. about sweetie pies, man?
3: What
0: okay, my, I did. Hey, you know, she got reached,
1: man. I don't know how far uh, she go. You okay? Okay.
2: How How far does you, your
0: properties go? Is this Indianapolis or, or
2: actually uh, Decatur, Illinois, which is my hometown? So right now I have two rental properties, and then I have an empty lot. Ooh. And so that's what I'm basically managing and dealing with right now. I do want to buy more properties, but with experience, uh, it is definitely stressful. So I put that on hold for now. What are you doing with the empty lot? What, 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 how are you making money off that? I'm not making money off of it right now, but it's basically right next to one of the properties that I own. So, uh-huh. okay. But yeah, I'm not making any money off the lot right now.
0: Yeah, I've always wanted to get an empty parking lot, believe it or not, because I I think I can store some stuff over there. I don't know what. I'm, somebody can park a car or something.
2: I just don't know. But I, I admire you for having that, too. Uh, it's a lot to keep up with. The city bothers you a lot if you don't keep up with it. And then you got to deal with the people who do illegal dumping. Mm-hmm. Had that happen to me a couple times, too. So you just got to have somebody that's going to you know, watch your stuff. So somebody just come by and throw junk on your, on your lot? Yeah, they've done it more than once, and then the city will find me. So basically, I have to clean it up. If I can't catch who did it, I have to clean it up and basically pay for the hauling, which is what they're trying to prevent from doing. And Mm -hmm. that's why they illegally dump it in my lot.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: I never
0: thought about that. So if you want to, you could like have a house built there or something, too?
2: Yeah, of course, with permits and things like that. But I basically, basically the lot came with the home. So that's the reason why I have that.
1: Mm-hmm. So a zone residential, that's what you're saying then, right? So it's not commercial?
2: No, it's just residential.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, tiny houses are the hot thing. Now, you could put about five or six of them on the lot and call it a day.
2: <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I don't uh, know if I can fit in one of them, but I see they... I, I guess that is the way of the world. How much they cost? Like twenty or $30,000? Just about.
0: I, yeah, about, about. 30000 And
2: I actually would get one. Well, I would downsize and do it
0: because... Think about it. You really, don't spend it. Well, I guess with COVID, I guess we do. But back in the days, you really didn't spend that much time in the house. You was always gone doing stuff. Especially somebody who worked ten jobs like you. So, tell me, Tika, uh, how did what made you say I want to rent properties? You just said at work one day, and you said, you know what? This is the last claim. I'm gonna deny. I'm gonna go buy me a house today.
2: About. I mean, what happened? Actually, one of the things that always stuck stuck with me in in elementary school, was that real estate was the way to go? To be honest with you, I've always wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, some years ago, uh, I was ready to just give it a try, you know. And so, in my hometown, it's really, really easy to buy properties. We do the tax surplus sales, uh-huh. and you can purchase homes anywhere from five hundred dollars and up. Say what? And, yeah, and so that's how that's how I do them. Yeah.
0: Wait a minute. What kind of house do you get for
2: 500 Because I can't even get a good running car for 500 what, what well, honestly, about? you basically, it's a list that comes out once a year. Only in Illinois, where I'm from, it's once a year. But Indiana, they have the sales all the time. Mm. But in Illinois, it's typically in October. They come out with a list 30 days before, and then you just pay for the list. It's only like no more than $7 and then you just go look and see what's available you know that's on the list and then some people be breaking in the houses i'm just keeping it real with you mm-hmm. and so some of them are already be open even though you're not supposed to go in them most people are already going them because you want to see what you buy them but reality of it is if it's on a tax sale they really don't want you to see what you're getting you know you just bidding blind
3: mm-hmm. but
2: you got to do your own research on the homes and stuff like that and and basically, we just go up for war. So it used to be in person, but with COVID now, you just basically mail in your bids now.
0: Ooh, so highest, highest bidder gets it.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then if you tie, then you have to mail in another bid within 14 days.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, when they find out about the Internet, that's really going to change the game.
2: Let's yeah, say. Indiana does their bidding online through the Internet. So uh, it's very, very aggressive uh, here. I tried I've I've been to a couple auctions in Indiana too. And at first you used to only have to put a thousand down. Now it's two thousand down. But I when I paid attention to the auction, I was actually on vacation, but I logged in just to see what thing how they were bidding. Mm -hmm. And they were bidding high, high, like twenty to a hundred thousand on junk. And I don't understand what they doing. Yeah.
0: Tell me about the houses for five hundred in L. Well, is it like a rundown, abandoned, need a lot of work dilapidated or something?
2: Well, some of them, ups. they could be in, you know, the hood, bad areas. It can be, uh, they're definitely going to need some work done. You know, um, most properties, if you know how to do the work, you can probably get it done with it about. Three to five thousand. But if you got to outsource and, you know, hire contractors and stuff Mm. and then you get people stealing from you and getting over on you, you can be out of about 20 trying to fix up a house. I've I've done both, to be honest with you. I've been through it all.
0: Mm. So so when you probably got a hookup now, don't you, a team of people to come in and do your stuff?
2: Well, honestly, it's hard to keep good people, but I have about 30 people in my phone and not just reach out to everybody when I have something going on. Mm-hmm. I just reach out to see who available and who can get it done.
0: So then you'll you have them come in and fix the house and then you just rent out a rental property or do you want to flip it?
2: I right now I'm renting them out because the homes that I have they're in decent areas but uh I don't see anybody purchasing them cuz to be honest with you if you look up the value of the homes in Illinois they're not very high indicator. So if I was to flip it I would only get about probably 30,000, 20,000 depends. On the area on those rental properties so Mm -hmm. just bring them out is a good plan for me right now plus i want the residual income every year Mm.
0: who who, uh who pays insurance on on the property
2: i do i have a landlord policy so you have to get a landlord policy on each home and then if the tenants want rental renter is insurance they have to purchase that on their own
0: but is that recommended for them to do or they don't have to get it Uh,
2: it's not it's not they don't have to get it, but if they want to protect the contents in, in their home, then I will recommend that they get renter's insurance, but I don't require them to do it.
0: So you're, but you also, if something happens, then you get paid for the the unit, but not the contents of it, per se.
2: Right. So, for example, um, like if something happens to the unit or a garage or anything like that, I would definitely get paid, you know, if there's, you know, storm damage or something like that, you know. File a claim on that. And then they'll, of course, pay me the money to fix fix the house back up. With, you know, if somebody was to break in the home and steal, like, for example, a washer or a dryer or a refrigerator or a stove, if they steal the stuff that I have in there, uh-huh. then I'll get reimbursed for that, too. Okay. You seem yeah. pretty
0: pretty knowledgeable on this. How did
2: you learn? Where did you get all this knowledge from on, on all this? Honestly, you know, I believe in really, really just teaching yourself. Uh, each one teach one I, I mean i talk to people i just ask questions and then i do my own research and then sometimes you just gotta learn as you go and that's basically what what you what you call it fake it as you make it
3: uh-huh.
2: you, you, you gotta do that and honestly i don't have a problem with, with doing it okay. so yeah that's, yeah i've been through it all so that's how i know a little bit of stuff
0: you know mm-hmm. yeah so so how's it li- Property? Do you, it's got to have good tenants. You got to trust them, or do you have cameras there? How do yeah. you, how does that so, work? So,
2: uh, my mother is still in Decatur, Illinois. And so I have her helping me through my property management. And so uh, she's a tremendous help and I really appreciate her. So, um, if I have any ma- major issues, she's normally the first person on the scene if it's something bad. But normally I can just handle it, the issues with just the phone call. Okay. Okay. Very good.
0: And you're going to, you said you're going to try to burn. Indiana area, too, if the prices act right.
2: Uh, Indiana or Dallas. I've been looking in Dallas, too, because I, I want to move to Dallas. So I've been looking at all of their auctions and stuff. So I've researched the Dallas. Yeah, every every city and state is different. So but I, I kind of know how they do things down there, too. OK, all right.
0: So yeah. uh, I'm going to move on to your other business. Let you have a question on that, Trey.
2: No, go right ahead, sir.
0: Yeah, let's 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 talk about the other business now. How did you come up with coochie cane? Well, tell me tell me about that one. That's a unique
2: Thank you. Okay, so Coochie Cane, we started myself and my sister indicator, we started saying the word coochie cane when we were teenagers, you know. To be honest with you, we we kind of grew up a little fast, you know. And so we used to just say coochie cane. And then uh, I used to be in a, like a singing group. And no, I do not sing. I used to <laughs> I used to be the rapper. Now, I used to be in choir and stuff, but we had to do that in school. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was the rapper. So uh, I wrote a rap called coochie cane when I was like probably 15 years old, to be honest with you. And uh, a couple years ago, we were just out hanging with friends and I'd end up doing the rap on the boat. And everybody loved the name Coochie King. So it was suggested to me that I uh, trademark the name. And so I started researching trademarks. And then, in order to trademark, you have to create a business. And so that's what I did. I registered a business and then I trademarked the name.
0: Is that expensive to get a business trademarked? Or I'm sure there's a lot of fees associated with all these businesses.
2: Well, to be honest with you, uh, the the state trademark is only eleven bucks. And, okay. Uh, the federal trademark was about three hundred, and then you have to pay. If you know how to do it yourself, fine. But I end up hiring a, a business consultant to do my uh, trademark for me through the uh, USPTO, and it takes about a year to get it. Depends on if you have any issues or not. So, so about under a thousand to start the business, and and just be. Oh, Definitely, you can you can start a business really Mm -hmm. if you just you for less than three hundred bucks. That's pretty good, and then you make all your money back, obviously. Eventually, you will make your money back.
0: Okay, so you said you was a rapper. Can you do that rap? You did.
1: (laughs) Come here, give give me.
0: You know, okay, give so, us a couple
1: bars.
0: Yeah. So do I
2: need do to? Use, do I need do a beatbox? Use, uh, do you use um, foul language, or do I need to censor it? oh it has got to be clean. <laughs> clean. Okay, so shelf. I just want to make, but you, but at least you can say the word coochies, which is fine. Okay. So you really want me to do this rap? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to hear it. Okay. Know. So I'm gonna represent my business because honestly, I do want somebody to do the rap for me, like uh, because it represents my products. And I have reached out to a young girl. Uh, she's a younger rapper named Courtney Good. She was supposed to do it for me. And I haven't heard nothing else from her. So as of right now, we're just moving forward with the business. But I'll go ahead and do the rap for you real quick. Okay. Okay. So it's heck of people in the city that I can name that's always tipping on my coochie like it's some kind of cane. I don't know what it is. They say it's just not the same. They say the coochie that they get is kind of lame and plain, but they want to try mine because it's got a special flame and I know how to work it like it's a video game. Dang, people t- tipping on my coochie like it's cane, but if it's no pain, it's no gain. Coochie cane, coochie cane. The first step to getting mine, you gotta find more than the diamond. Excuse me, you got to have more than a dime than fine. My special spot that gets me very hot, not but on the real, you need more than an extra value meal, even if it includes a special surprise. You got to hit me off of something that's going to make me rise up and sit on your lap, and then you know it's on when you hear two claps. Dang, people tipping on my coochie like it's cane, but if it's no pain, it's no gain. Coochie cane, coochie cane, boy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. I know you want to play with my coochie like it's some kind of toy. Finger here, finger there. That ain't what I'm trying to hear. Tongue wear right there, not just in my ear. Dang, people tipping on my coochie like it's cane. It ain't no candy, man. Coochie cane, coochie cane.
0: There you go. So you wrote that yourself?
2: Yeah, and that rap is like over 20 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, okay, man. Remember Extra Value Meals when they first came out? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. To save some money. Say, well, I'm not a, no, nah, I'm not a rapper. I mean, I, I write, you know, I write a little something. But uh-huh. yeah, that's not, I'm older now. You know what I mean? You need them young girls that's out there, you know, popping and twerking and shaking everything, you know?
0: Right, right. Yeah, yeah. You want to get that appeal. But keep in mind, Z, what, 50, 51. So, hey. Okay. I hear you on that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, so <clears throat> what's the typical day like in the business uh, of of what you do with your business? I know you said you out promoting it today. What, tell me how that works. How, what, did, what did you do to promote the business today?
2: Yes, yeah, so basically, uh, Coochie Cane is an e-commerce business, so I do have a website where you can order products. But to be honest with you, um, getting traffic to the website is very difficult because my products have CBD in them. Uh-oh. So I literally have to go out and get the money. And I've been doing that for two years now. So um, a lot of local businesses, what they, they have hosts to do pop up shops. Uh-huh. And so I basically look for events that are reasonably priced. And then I basically schedule the events. And so uh, typically the host will market the event. But we still share it on our social media and, you know, what some of our customers and things like that. And then we just get out there and grind, you know. And mm-hmm. so uh, I've, lately, I've been going to Circle Center Mall to sell my products. Um, it's a store on the third floor called Scroll Fresh, uh, the owner. His name is Andrew, and he he's a great guy. He really, really he's an aggressive seller, kind of like myself. And so we just vibe and the people in there every time we come, it's a success. Mm. And so we, I just I go at least twice a month. Sometimes uh, I book events typically two to four a month and then I'm good for the whole month. Okay.
1: Wow. Hey, this is Trey. Let me ask you a quick question. How do you, how do you ensure your, your, your product's batch quality is consistent you know, with every run of your product that's being made? And you, you know, it's easier to maintain quality control when you have smaller runs of batches, but as you start to grow your business and get larger, as you, as you start to blow up, how do you maintain that, that consistency in the quality of your product?
2: so right now I do everything in house I don't outsource anything okay but when you do uh make batches of products you are supposed to get them tested and so we have to send um samples to I use a lab in Colorado Mm
3: -hmm. um I
2: don't mind sharing the name of the lab it's called um bantacorp labs and so basically uh you send your your testers out and they basically email you the results back within three to five days it costs about 50 bucks per test and it just tells you how much thc is in your products and it just gives you a whole rundown of it and Mm -hmm. so that's basically what you have to do to make sure your quality is good but um, the main thing that I'm really focused on, because I, I put the same ingredients and in everything and I measure everything, you know, the weight of every, I do everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, basically, the main thing that you want to make sure is, is that it's under 0.3 percent THC in order to legally sell it. Right. And, uh, so OK, that.
1: gotcha. That was gonna be my next question. How do you ensure that you behold below that threshold for THC in, in each of your runs of your product? So the hey, this one's uh, got got a, this a gram more than what it's supposed to be, and now you have this other issue. So you know that type of thing too. But you already answered that thing. Okay.
2: Yeah, it's 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 a serious situation, but uh, I'm mm-hmm. just glad when Indiana go legal and to just make it you know way better. Mm-hmm. I feel like Indiana hating on on everybody. They really losing right now. I don't know what's wrong with them.
0: <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> it's a, it's a growing business. It seems like it's hard to get into it because the owners it's where you want to be but i guess a sell it. i guess that's a small pot there too so uh yeah my my question i have on that is do you have a problem with uh, because it has that thc in it and and how does what does the thc do for your product
2: well there's no thc but to be honest with you let me tell you a story so when i first came out with coochie cane people had a problem with the name like they didn't know didn't like they didn't want to say the name coochie right Uh so i created a brand baby cane so it's basically it was the same products but without the cbd okay so i created this whole other brand just to satisfy people who i thought had a problem with the name and then as i start selling it nobody wanted the baby cane they strictly want the coochie came because of the CBD. So uh, now I don't have any problems. Everybody loves it, to be honest with you, because people are now educated on it. First, you know, people didn't really know what it was, but now they're educating themselves on it, and now everybody's using CBD, whether you believe it or not. All ages, even kids.
0: What What does CBD do? I don't really. It's like, a... I mean, so you just—it's like a liquid that you put in your. Well, let's, let's, Let me just go right back. I have so many questions coming to mind. What is your
2: product? Is it like a topical, a lotion? A, is it a spice? What, okay, what is so it? My, my products are topical products. They're body care products. So I have body scrubs that are in 19 different flavors and scents. I have a, a body oil, which is also a lubricant, and then CBD drops. If you get stressed out, you can put them under your tongue. I have a lip balm and a lip scrub. And so um, basically... Um, I made topical products, but mine are edible, too. So you get double benefits from the CBD if you eat my products and use them on your body. Wow. And so that's what makes my products unique.
1: So your scrubs are edible?
2: Yes, we created 19 flavors. So some people put our scrubs in like coffee, tea, oatmeal, anything you want to make sweeter. Or you can have fun with your partner with our products as well. So we, our target audience is for pain, pleasure, and pampering.
0: Hmm, Is that... Either male or female?
2: Male and female, both, <clears throat> both will definitely benefit from using our products. That's a, how did you know you could eat it? Because I use all food products, you know, no preservatives. Everything's all organic. So yeah, you definitely can eat it.
3: Hmm.
0: How did how did you uh, come up with the concept for this?
2: So first, I came up with the name. Then you know, I start thinking about. A business around coochie cane, so uh, we created the logo. Of course, so we have the lips in the gold shiny color, which is represent the oil. The white dots represent the sugar, and then of course the lips represent the vagina. You know, and so um, I basically had to just break it down. So, um, and that's where it, that's where it began, basically.
0: Wow. Okay, so. These are the only two you had. Sorry, right? So you went in them. It, it, were there more business that you did too?
2: Honestly, I've, I've, tried, a, I've tried a daycare before when I first, uh, what about, it's probably been about 13 years ago, I had a, a home daycare. It was uh, called Tease Tiny Tots. <laughs> and so uh, I did that for about a year. But you know what my problem was with that? I was younger and I was I was scared to quit my job. And so mm. I had a lot of people working for me and I went through too many employees and I didn't feel comfortable with being a mother, having so many people around kids. I, I went through like 13 people. I couldn't really get enough. So I end up letting the daycare go.
0: Ooh. Uh, well, you, well, you know what to do on that. That's, that's, that's a hot field too. I like all your, your businesses there. I'm just amazed that you, you doing all this stuff. Wow.
2: Thank you. I t- I still got my folder and everything for the uh, daycare. I kept my binder and everything just because you just never know when you have to go back to those kind of things. But I've done it all. I went to beauty school. I, you know, I can do hair. You know, I passed that torch on to my daughter, though. So she's a, a beautician now. But I, I just, you know, I grew up being a hustler. My grandma honestly instilled that in me as a kid. I was literally like nine years old. Hustling, selling my grandma dinners. She mm. sold, you know, cakes, cookies, brownies, you name it. She had a candy <laughs> store. And uh-huh. I was the runner and I was the seller because I was getting her the sales. You know, I I was and I, I honestly enjoyed it. And I, I really learned a lot from my grandmother. Okay.
0: okay. Mm. That, that's amazing. So is there anything you wish you would have known in the beginning of your businesses that you now know?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I wish I would have known who to deal with and who not to deal with. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just being honest with you, you know, sometimes our culture we like to take the shortcut or the, the cheaper route, and I learned the hard way with that. You know, uh, find somebody that has um, a, a legit contracting company, you know what I mean? Licensed and bonded companies, nobody yeah. on the street just gonna get, mm-hmm. you know, put you some drywall up. For a hundred bucks and then you have major issues or leaks and stuff like that in your plumbing. You just, you know, just deal with somebody who really has, you know, referrals and references to back up their work because you're going to lose a lot of money uh, trying to take shortcuts. Yeah, and You're going to have to end up redoing things sometimes two and three times.
0: Yep. I bet a lot of people think you're rich, too, when you call them over and say, hey, I got a property. Can you come do A, B and C? And it's like, oh, Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. That's another thing. So and then, of course, being a woman in I still feel like the real estate industry is mainly men. that's just my opinion. But you do still run across, you know, certain people that try to get over on women. So, you know, you just got to know who you're dealing with, really. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Well, and what about your tenants? What's the process of uh, becoming a tenant for you? What do what, what you what's your screening uh, process like?
2: Um, so, I, I mean, I do a, a small background check. I, I, I should do a more extensive background check. Uh, but uh, one, one of my first tenants, and she's actually been in the home since I rented it out. And she was a referral from one of my cousins. And thank goodness she's loyal. You know what I'm saying? No problem. She don't bother me at all. She don't stress me out. You know, if something happens, I get it done real quick. But most of the time, it's smooth sailing with her. Mm-hmm. And then I have my other property. I've honestly typically have a tenant moving in just about every year in this home. For some reason, I can't keep wow. anybody in this home. And honestly, I put more, I put like 20K in this home, you know, hey. but when you have mm-hmm. people in these homes, they stay for a year. They don't pay the rent. You know, they, they, I haven't been through it all. You, I don't know how far you want me to go, but I didn't have people oh, yeah, to bring. Bed bugs in my homes, I'd have had crackheads living in my homes, I'd have had mm. fleas in my homes. I mean, I've had so much stuff that has happened that I've had to deal with, it would literally drive you insane. And that's what honestly why I'm on pause from getting another property because mm-hmm. the stress level is a lot to deal with, it mm-hmm. definitely is. And then the money you're spending out basically, you collect the rent, then when they leave, you got to clean it back up, fix it back up, sometimes replace carpet, or now i just got hardwood floors, you know, because you you learn as you, you grow, you know, through experiences. But I mean, you, you spend a lot of money, you know, on rentals for sure. With that uh, moratorium
0: on the uh, renters, how did that affect you during COVID? Did people have to pay rent or how did that work for you?
2: Honestly, you know, I'm thankful, like, like I said, some people ran off on me without paying, you know, and honestly, the eviction process is not easy in Illinois, it's, oh my goodness, it's horrible. So, um... Honestly, I done took so many losses. I'm going to be honest with you with these these rentals and the people running off. And then, like I said, eviction court, when you go back and forth to court, if you can't find these tenants to even serve them, Mm -hmm.
3: the
2: the judge won't even give you possession of your home. You hear? (laughs) They Mm. will not give you possession. Okay, I done done it all. I'm going to be honest with you. I done boarded my windows up. I didn't change the locks. I had the police calling me like, "You gotta—they uh, gonna kick the door in if you don't come and open this door, this house up." Even though these people ain't paid rent for months, Mm-mm-mm. you know it's a horrible feeling. And then, I'm—it's—it's—I um, it's, mean, sometimes it don't always work in our favor, you know. And people always think the landlord just got money like that, but no, reality of it is no, it's not like that all the time. Hmm. So you had to track down the tenants yourself. Yeah, I mean, like if they pay, if they not paying rent and then you can't catch them at home, you know, um, yeah, you basically have, at first you have to uh, mail them or put like a five day notice on their door. You know, you start with that and then hopefully they'll, you know, hopefully you would, you would think they would just move out on their own. But most of the time they know the process and then you have to just file it through the courts. And then, you know, court dates normally be pushed out like every 30 days or so, depending on how backed up they are. Mm-hmm. And you know, from mm-hmm. I'm living in Indiana, at first I was having to drive back and forth on the highway for nothing, you know? So I had got frustrated and just took it back to the streets when I did that because I was frustrated going back and forth for like three months and the judge wouldn't give me possession of my home. So, you know, it, but thank goodness I was blessed. The the guy ended up um getting locked up and that was the only way I was able to get my home back. Wow. So he he was gonna get to stay there for free ninety nine and could he was he was staying there for free ninety nine for sure. Um because like I said, the 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 sheriffs, you know, you pay for all of these services, they could not find them to serve them. And so that was my issue. That was my issue. Like, were
0: they not looking for him or cause house I'm thinking? Because they wouldn't get possession.
2: Right, they kept going to the home, you know, um, to try to, to serve the papers, to yeah, to try them, and they, uh-huh. they, they, they they couldn't find them. So every time I would go back to court, it would be the same thing, you know.
0: So what happened when you
2: physically? When I would go to the house, I couldn't find them either. You know what I mean? He had oh. moved people in my home. I mean, like I said, he. I, wow. I found out that they were doing drugs, all kind of stuff. I found when I cleaned up the house after that, I finally got possession. Yeah crack was like hidden in like the toilet like literally like i'm like man this is crazy like i've been through it all wow. you know and then my son i normally have my kids helping me and stuff i had to just take send them out the house i don't want them to even know mm-hmm. what a crack pipe is you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. just you know dealing with stuff like what about that. if
1: you had did having a public uh, notice being put in the local paper do anything for for serving that need to of letting them yeah. you know that
2: yeah, that's an option. That's definitely an option. And that would have been that would have definitely been my option again if he didn't end up getting locked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would've end up having to do that.
0: Wow. So was that's the initial process of interviewing <laughs> this tenant? Did he did he present <laughs> a good game
2: face when he, um... yep. <laughs> he he did and he was a referral too from actually from somebody from in Indiana? It was one of his cousins and he just referred him, you know, and so I you know, just did a referral on this one, you know, but he came over you know, came over with the rent or whatever and then uh, his girlfriend happened to be one of my mother's friend's daughters and so I thought it would be okay you know what I mean? But no it wasn't. It wasn't. Wasn't a be? No, but that's just one tenant from hell. I didn't have plenty of tenants from hell. <laughs>
0: wow. I didn't know it was like, because I always I was thought, you know, thinking about getting a uh, rental property myself but man to go through all this. I thought it was
2: just easy money. Yeah, you, you. It's when that residual income come in. It's a really good feeling, you know, because you know that money's coming in. And I thank God now. I am blessed with two tenants that pay on time every month. I don't have any problems out of the people that I have now. But it took me a while to get there. It definitely did.
0: Mm-hmm. What's the size of the homes you you rent out? Like how big are we talking?
2: Uh, one of the homes is a three bed, one bath, and then the other home is just a two bed, one bath, and then it has like a little small loft area. Hmm, okay. Yeah. And you got that through the tax sale. Yep, tax sale. So my first home uh, was fifty five hundred dollars, and then my second home, I think I got it for like maybe twenty eight to thirty five hundred. I forget exactly what I paid, but yeah. That's amazing. And- yeah, I just had, like, I've taught my friends how to do them. One of my friends just got a home down in Decatur for $1,200. Uh, she just bought, like, two or three homes back to back to back, and then my brother got one for, like, 6200 I mean, you can really get them, you know. You can really get some decent homes, you know. It's, it won't take much. Why are
0: these houses so cheap? I mean, walk away from them, and then you just snap them up for the low, low.
2: A lot of them are, you know, abandoned homes, you know, and people don't want to put the money in them anymore. Some of them are, like I said, are not in the best areas. And to be honest with you, Decatur, Illinois is they they call Decatur, Illinois, baby Chicago now. And so a lot of people are are leaving. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. easy to get them.
0: Some cheap property in Gary. I
2: know you were going to say that. Gary and Hammond. The there, you <laughs>
1: there you go. There you go.
2: And St. Louis, too. I heard St. Louis was
1: like that. Uh, more like East St. Louis from what I heard. Okay, yeah, probably <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of yeah. gunplay
0: over there. I don't know if I'd want to do all that. Yeah, <laughs> true, that, true, that. So, so Tika, do you, uh, you married, single, so
2: as a guy, help?
0: stuff, you just do it yourself?
2: Honestly, I do it myself. I would love to be able to pass the torch, you know, to someone else. I wanted to do that, I really did. <laughs> but right now, it's me, it's me. <laughs>
0: man so for you to be doing all this i mean you your your standards got to be
2: really
0: high for a guy then he's got to he can't come in half stepping on nothing
3: mm-hmm. I,
2: don't, I don't even want to speak on it but i really i you know i really do i'm gonna just say the word crave i do really i really do crave a man who could you know lead and take over all of this i'll be right by your side you know I would love for a man to take over Sweetie Properties. Let me focus on Coochie Cane because honestly, I make more money doing Coochie Cane right now than I do in the real estate situation.
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: um, but until then, I'm going to just keep doing what I do. Hand over that to a guy like that because I just got my um, uh,
0: relationship certification. Uh, <laughs> and it <laughs> seems okay. like you, you, have a, you have a good grip and knowledge on what you're doing. And so to just hand it over, I mean... I mean that's why I, people
2: I, don't want to do it, because they don't have the knowledge. And, but I was willing to give them, like, all my contacts and stuff, but they don't know the people, you know, I do. And that's the problem, like... But I I really, really was trying to do that. I really was.
0: Mm, man. I don't, I, I don't know, Trey. I've seen people getting fight over a remote before, so she giving away houses. Mm. So I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. It'd be a tough one. What, what else <laughs> have... Um, what else is your story? You said you you were gonna give a uh, a speech next month somewhere, or is that later this month?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, what I like about what's happening nowadays is that people are reaching out to me finally, and I really love that. You know, uh, people are reaching out to me to do events. Normally, I'm the one searching for the events, and so now I'm getting invites to do certain things. So, um, I got invited, of course, um, to um, do another podcast, but I haven't signed up for that yet. But uh, next month on February the 4th, I'll be at the VIP Center. It's a co-working space for uh, entrepreneur women. Um, It's right off of like Washington Boulevard. Uh And so um, she's having, I guess, um, a platform of women entrepreneurs. And it's basically, um, we're going to have something called Her Story. And so I get to come and just basically tell my, my entrepreneur story. And, you know, something similar to what I did today. I don't know how far they want me to go back, but because my story is is not the best story but I know it is going to end great but you know everybody got that story you
0: know what I mean right yeah absolutely we firmly believe yeah. that yeah what, what, why do you say it's not the best story what, what do you? What would you do different
2: honestly you know like I said I grew up fast to be honest with you I'm not proud of a lot of the things that I've done but uh, honestly like I got pregnant young I, I was pregnant at 15 mm-hmm. I had my daughter at 16 you know Thank God I was still smart, but just making dumb decisions. I actually graduated high school when I was 16. And so, like, I've always, you know, had a, you know, an old soul. You know, I grew up, I moved out at 17. You know, I had my own apartment. I was a manager at, you know, two restaurants, real young. You know, I've always had that leadership mentality and, you know, always been a leader. And so, you know, I took a leap of faith and actually I moved to Indianapolis when I was 19, you know. But it, it wasn't easy. You know, I, when I came to Indy, I used to, you know, I started off at Wendy's. I did uh, security for like FedEx, UPS. And then I went into corrections for a little bit. I didn't like being a correction officer. So I quit that job. And then, you know, I just started going, you know, I went to college while I was a correction officer. So that helped me get through college because I used to work overnights. Okay. And so I kept that, I kept that job. So, you know, thank goodness being a correction officer, sometimes your coworkers look out for you, you can take a little nap or something, you know, <laughs> so I was able to literally sleep at work, you know, to get my homework done and then leave work and go straight to school in the mornings. And I, that's how I was able to graduate school, you know, but the journey, the journey wasn't easy, you know, being a single mother and just, just trying to handle things on your own. It's, it's not easy, you know,
0: does, did you have a, a support system from family to help you?
2: honestly i don't have a lot of family in indy so no that was that was my situation i have like a auntie here and maybe you know i had a, a couple co-workers that i end up you know befriending and they became my family you know my friends became my family and that ended up being my support system
0: mm, okay yeah do you th- uh I always tell people, whatever happens, maybe that's what you need. You think that this stuff, the way you did it, was what you needed to get you to doing what you're doing now?
2: Yeah, because what I'm doing is not for the weak. So everything that I've been through has made me stronger, wiser, better, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you grow with experiences. You can't, you know, some things you just have to go through to, to understand it. And so it, it definitely uh, molded me into the, per- the woman that I am today. <laughs>
0: Do you think you uh, looking failures and learn from that?
2: Honestly, um, I don't. I don't look at anything as a failure. If anything, it would just be a learning lesson, you know, a lesson. But I don't. I don't really look at it as a failure. Anything I've done.
0: Yeah, that's exactly how I do it too. I learn or I win, and and you have to be positive like that because everybody can tell you no. You need somebody, especially yourself, to say, hey, you know what. I can do this this is how to do this or you know connect with him so i do see that you have that entrepreneurial spirit and you and you you're definitely doing it so that's that's good i'm sure you pass it on to you to your kids as as well
2: yeah actually i take my son with me he comes with me to my events now and so like i I believe in training up a child so i'm showing him how to get it now you know um Mm. he has started his own little business he hasn't really been doing much with it but um he had a, a little lawn care business and stuff uh It's called Train to Cut, TTC Train to Cut. And then uh, he ended up getting a big client, a big, big client somewhere off of Kessler, right? Mm -hmm. And they had to rake this whole yard, blow this whole yard. And it was devastating to them. You know, we, myself, I mean, I had brought in some of my friends. We really was all trying to help them get this project done because it was a lot of work. And I think that kind of discouraged them. And they really haven't done much more since then and so eventually now he says he wants to cut hair and stuff because so, my daughter's a beautician and you know I, I went to beauty school too so for Christmas I end up buying him a set of clippers and so we'll see what he end up doing with that
0: oh yeah mm-hmm. I, I have my barber's license too uh, okay. sort of license. so I think he can definitely make money cutting hair I mean cause I I'd be so busy now I don't like it but yeah you can get like $25, $30 a head now.
2: Okay. It's an hour,
0: so it's, it's, it's money in there, man. It's, it really is. Yeah,
2: they they definitely, uh, you remember, I mean, haircuts used to be like 10 bucks, but yeah. Okay. good. <laughs> that's hey,
3: all.
1: I'll I tell you money. what, real quick, hey, rumor has it there's a place here in Indy that is opening the mall, Greenwood Mall on Sundays that's charging 35. So wow. you get every, they, they are very proud of their haircutting skills there. Let me just say that. <laughs> Mm. Man, without mm. without the tip there you go
0: yeah oh your prices yeah um
1: <laughs> i looked on
0: your web Tika, and i saw that you had um work with a guy uh oh yeah what wh- 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 how did it evolve
2: so buds butter so you know as I said, being an entrepreneur, you do your own research, right? So I started uh, testing out CBD products, you know, and so I found a product that I loved. It was actually in Georgetown Market. He used to make um, a, a nice coconut oil with um, his CBD in it. And so Georgetown Market has stopped selling it. And so the, um, the, the milligrams wasn't high enough for what I was trying to do. So I literally... I literally sent him a message on Facebook, and I told him that I really like this product, and I told him what I was trying to do, and but I needed a stronger, uh, stronger quality uh, CBD, and so uh, they sent me the number. I called him, we talked, and he's actually now our mentor. And so any questions I have about CBD, uh, anything I need, uh, all I do is text him or call him. Him and his mother, they really helped me. They um they the ones that told me how to get all my products tested and stuff Mm -hmm. and then once i do finally hit it big um they're willing to be my manufacturer so i already got it in line but when i get to that growth spurt then i can just go straight to wisconsin and have them start doing it for me
0: Mm -hmm. if you went on if you went on shark tank how do you think you would do
2: Honestly, I love Shark Tank. I done probably watched every single episode of Shark Tank. <laughs> mm.
3: <laughs> you
2: know nice. that I love Shark Tank, you know? And so I would definitely pay attention to my numbers. And, reality and honestly, I actually signed up for Shark Tank, but I haven't heard anything from them. Mm. But yeah, I'm, I'm serious with this. I'm really serious. So yeah. I, I signed up for Shark Tank, but I didn't hear anything. But I think I'll do fine because, like I said, I, I, do, I follow Damon John you know i go to some of his little workshops and stuff that he be doing on facebook and stuff like that i've done i've done his pitch um his elevator pitch class and all kind of stuff you know i just like to teach myself things and i like to to learn what i can from anybody you know i like to take in wisdom so i think i'll be fine you know i I can sell just about anything you
0: know yeah how was his, his pitch class what did you get
2: out of that honestly just to get the 60 you know get a, a quick 60 second or less pitch. and you know he he has a step-by-step guide on everything that you need to try to to um include in your pitch but yeah i mean it was informative you know you just meet a lot of people in the classes mostly entrepreneurs just trying to learn like we you know like we are mm-hmm. and just go from there but yeah it was it was nice you know okay. of course they want to upsell you and you know All sell right. you and stuff like that but yeah. I just take what I can get from it and then move on. Because I had, they sent me an email to do a one-on-one with them and they want $3,500 to do a one-on-one mm-hmm. with Damon. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I didn't uh, do that.
0: See, that's the thing I was worried about. Uh, Cause I, I like you, I've done everything and I just, I haven't made the steps you've made. Uh, as far as getting out there and actually doing it but i got a lot of ideas so
2: right, let's get some ideas going because i want i want mm-hmm. to partner with some smart people some people smarter than me because i want to invest in some other stuff too but that's the thing i want to invest and in, i have to do the work so right. if somebody got a good idea i would love to hear it because i'm willing to put some money up with you you know because okay. i want to quit my job I, I have a goal to quit my job honestly age 40, and I'm serious about this goal, so I'm really, really working hard to achieve it.
0: Oh, I definitely think you'll you'll uh, achieve it, because like they say on Shark Tank, if you really believe in yourself, and mm-hmm. they'll see that, or oh, they'll jump on it. Because the thing I think that surprised me most about trying to be an entrepreneur is the lack of support from your family and those people who know you. And then yeah. as soon as you blow up, they telling everybody how they know y'all, how far y'all went back. I'm like, but you ain't telling nobody about my stuff. You,
2: yeah, you ain't it's
3: very hurtful. Me.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very hurtful. It, I don't even understand it, to be honest with you, but like, it's a known fact. Everybody talking about it. I just, I don't understand why you can't get the support from your family. I mean, all it takes is a like, follow, share.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm. You That's know, it.
2: even if you don't buy the product, you know, tell somebody about it. Share it. You know,
3: yeah, you I definitely support definitely
2: do support my that. mom a little bit, but at first, my mom wasn't on board for a while. You know, mm-hmm. they're very skeptical about things. You know, I mean, so I just had to just get out here and just and just do it. You know, like right now, I'm literally looking for people who want to get money. I want I'm willing to teach them how to get money, and you know, nobody really shows up. So right, right. now, it's just me and my son. Um, I have like two or three women that. Um, have signed up to do paid partnerships with me. So basically what they do is um, they share. I give them a coupon code for my website and they share my code. And then any sales that I get on my website with their code, I'll end up paying them a percentage every month of -hmm. whatever sales I get. We just started that brand new this year, January. So we'll just see how that goes. But I'm just trying to increase the traffic to my website so I don't have to get out and put myself at risk so much with this COVID. You know uh-huh. because i have caught COVID twice getting out here grinding you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so thank thankfully i didn't have the bad cases but you know you can't just i'm taking risks because you have to be a risk taker you know if you want to be successful you got to take risks but i yep. would love for the money to eventually just start coming to the website
0: yes i'm gonna hook you up with uh i'm gonna send you some information about one of my guys uh, he did a show, and he helps people to grow their product and you them stuff. I think you and him mm-hmm. would r- really be good for each other. He's amazing.
3: Really, I think sharp you're guys. amazing. Super smart. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay, I'm excited to hear that. Yes, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm. I love to sit down, talk to him, whatever he want to do, and I yeah. appreciate you just, you know, giving me the plug. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, you believe in yourself, so I'm already on board. You,
0: you ain't got to convince me because I've been a hustler all my life, so I game recognize game on that. But thank you. You said something interesting. You said about how you don't understand why people don't support you and stuff. If one of my favorite books is the Bible. And you ever notice how nobody from Jesus' hometown believed he was Jesus? they did, he, he did everything. And they still everything. didn't believe My man was, mm-hmm. he was moonwalking on the water, raising people dead. <laughs> and they still was like, uh, nah, I don't know. You, 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 married Joseph, little boy. I ain't messing with you. You know, same thing. So I was mm-hmm. like, if they didn't, they inspect him. I guess we shouldn't do it either. But like you said, you you set a great example of how to how to bet on yourself. So I'm really inspired by you. So I really appreciate you sharing that with us. Uh,
2: yeah, and to follow up on what you said, like you said, God never said that it would be easy, but He said it'd be worth it. So I'm 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 going for it. Guy, too,
0: that uh. We have on our show. If you get a chance to go back to one of our episodes on the transportation guy, he just got him a box truck. He rented box trucks, and uh, he's making forty thousand dollars a month. And he has a high school diploma, and he just showed how to do that. And he said he was making so much money that he was overwhelmed with stuff. So he backed off to forty thousand dollars a month, and now he just goes to fifteen thousand dollars a month with a box truck. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. Wow. <laughs> so it's a lot of different yeah. things, and a person like yourself who's a hustler. I'm gonna have to get him your number too, because he he'll show you how to do the game for free on that if you're interested. So it's 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 money. Yeah, out there. I'm
2: interested in that too. Because honestly, I you I told you I haven't done, done it all. I've actually tried to do that before. I try to invest in someone, but I end up not dealing with the right people. You know. So mm-hmm. oh yeah, so you look in small claims court. I had to sue somebody for that too <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because people be getting over like you know you get them judgments and still don't get your money. I don't even you know going to court sometimes not even worth it either.
0: Mhm. Yep. Sometimes doing the right thing, it almost costs you more money to be a, a yeah. A, you know. So, but I admire you for doing it because everything you're doing, you're learning. I I, I think we definitely mm-hmm. gonna have to go out to lunch one day or something partner because I want to talk to you about some things because I think yeah. uh, somebody who you get the vision of it's not easy, but it's gonna be worth it because I find most people just they're they're focused on what they can see, not what they can't
1: see. I'm I'm okay. looking at the future. Hey, well, right. plus what's what she's doing? Also, you're you, what you're doing. You're 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 blazing your own path. You know, you're not going down someone else's path that's been set up for you. So you, this is you no know, virgin territory for you, and you're growing your business and taking care of things. So, uh, salute. You got to do a double salute at the end of this
3: show, man. You know, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yeah.
2: you know, they do say a lot of people right now they uh, copycatting is the way to go, but you know I'm. I'm I'm my own person so I'm just trying to do what I can do on my own you know what I mean but Mm -hmm. I'd have heard that the copycat is the way to go to be honest with you so yeah I've seen people out here now making body scrubs that you can eat and I know I was the goat doing that Mm. but you know I'm not hating on nobody you know what I mean because it's money out here for everybody so go ahead Yep. go ahead
0: well, you know what? We're at that part of the show. Time to show. Where we're gonna to do the uh, final section for a wrap up. It's called "Getting to Know You." We're just gonna ask you a few quick questions about. You can just give us your thoughts on this and what you think. Okay. 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 First question is: Who is your best friend, or who knows you better than anybody else in the whole wide world?
2: Honestly, I would have to say my mother. Mm-hmm.
0: She's your best friend now.
2: We, she knows me better than anybody in the whole wide world. So yeah, I would have to say my mother.
0: Okay. All right. Um, and what do you listen to when you're driving down the street on your way to court and stuff?
2: I I listen to the radio. I don't even pull up YouTube or anything like that. I just turn the radio on and go.
1: Okay. All right. Go ahead, Trey. Do your two. So if you had a preference between... Uh, Friday evenings or Sunday mornings, with everything you got going on, what is most appealing to you as you wrap up your week or begin your week?
2: Sunday mornings, to be honest with you, because I wake up and I do church. And then I know that's my day off. So yeah, Mm -hmm. Sunday mornings for sure. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. And then so when you are actually doing your thing and you're just relaxing what is the your your comfort food or comfort item that say you know what don't bother me right now i'm in my happy place with my with my apple pie a la mode i mean that's 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 ward i'm sorry that, <laughs> i mean he's he's apple pie a la mode or peach cob or something i don't know what's what's your one thing to say don't leave me alone right now i'm in my happy place what do you like to eat
2: honestly cookies uh, <laughs> any mm. kind of cookie
1: Mm, See, know. You, you know, you and I—we we a lot of like. I haven't met a cookie that I don't like, and I think that's half my problem right now. So, <laughs> I don't I know. <laughs> uh, Tika,
0: what's the best advice you've ever received or been or given someone?
2: I'm gonna go back old school. Treat people like you want to be treated. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And and what's something you wish you were better at?
2: Uh, patience. Uh, i wish i was better at um dealing with difficult people mm-hmm. I, I wish i was better at understanding uh different people's personalities and stuff and the you know personality types and things like that because if you know how to deal with different personality types you kind of know how to handle situations a little bit different
3: mm-hmm. but just
2: you know you l- i know how to read people sometimes but i mean it just i think i, I would be Benefit benefit me more if I understood that a little bit more.
1: Okay. What's your secret hidden talent that no one knows knows about at all, but you want to share with with our what's up with war family? What's that one secret talent that you have?
2: Honestly, um, I I write I like I write poetry and stuff like that. I'm writing a book. I I love uh, plays, okay. so one day I would like to be a playwright. And so, uh, that's my secret talent. People don't really know much about, but I, I really do love plays.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And do you find yourself being more at home by yourself or in a group of people? Where do, where do you find yourself being more... Are you more introverted or extroverted?
2: I'm by myself, you know. I used to okay. be one that wanted to be around people, and then, you know, mm-hmm. your circle gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. And so, some people can't go with you, you know what I mean? So, now... I enjoy my own company and I'm good with that. <laughs> wow. Like tonight I was invited somewhere and I probably won't even go. Mm. Yeah.
0: Let me ask you this question. I only got two more. Uh, what, what do you have a fear of? I think I know the answer, but what do you have a fear of? Honestly, uh,
2: I don't have a fear of not being successful. I have a fear that my, that my kids, uh, go work for someone because i'm training my kids to not go work for anybody
3: Mm, and so Mm -hmm. that's
2: my fear i want my i want my kids to really learn for what i'm trying to teach them Mm -hmm. my daughter's already doing it but i'm just waiting to see how my son goes you know because you know a single mother raising a son i just that's my fear really
3: Mm
0: -hmm. you know you can uh until they're 18 you can put them on uh write their taxes off if they you know how to work trade? You give it so much money, and then uh, you can uh,
1: you, know, you know Ward. I did that that one year that you recommended that to me, and I'm still getting calls from my IRS. Are you,
0: you talking about that
1: offline, man? <laughs> what? Yeah.
3: talking About that. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're we'll talking.
0: I that heard later. you can do that though. I heard mm-hmm. you can do
2: that. Up to 18.
0: Yeah. Like, give a, a, a allowance. Like 11,000 or something like oh, yeah, that. I think it's yeah. it's
2: 11,000 dollars a year. Yeah.
0: Trade. Yeah. I'm.
2: Wrong. I'm gonna figure end? that out.
1: Oh, I, I think I went $1 over. Just right. That's right. right. one, dollars Yeah, they got, got me in trouble. They got me. <clears throat> uh, my what's last
0: I mean? question for you is this. Describe your ideal guy.
2: Um, like for a partner, for like a husband?
0: Yes. What, what do you need based on your unique talents and all the skills you have? Because you you bring in too much. I watch Kevin Samuels a lot, and you're you doing way more than the women I see. So what, what, what's it going to take?
2: My ideal, my ideal guy would be someone who can handle a strong woman, someone who loves guys. someone who is not afraid of being a leader. I, I really need a man who can lead. Uh, I'll have your back from back, front, side, head, toe, whatever, you know what I mean? But I, I really just want to experience being with a man who knows how to lead, you know? Um, someone, of course... This handsome, smell good, you know, oh my God. hygiene. They, they can just <laughs> that I can just enjoy. Hey, if they don't smell good, give them friend. some scrub. Give them some scrub. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah, them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, rub but yeah, feed someone em. who just loves just good. loves themselves, oh, and then we can, okay. we can go from there.
0: You care if you black, white, Mexican?
2: Well, I prefer to stay with my race. You know, I have never stepped out so you know yeah. i'm not you know i don't i don't want to step out so yeah i'm gonna stick you might mind. be missing out you might be missing i out, don't know out. but I, I don't know but i just i probably you, will be you okay you may find with not mr wonderful over there from
0: you never know you never from know
1: shark tank mr wonderful you never right
0: know. you never know <laughs> Yeah. yeah But okay uh, Well, you know
1: what uh, Okay guys We have to
0: wrap it up here yeah, So Ms. Okay. Tolliver tell, tell everybody Where they can find Your social media footprints uh, For the listeners
2: Yes yeah, So uh, first off My website For my Coochie Cane Is uh, www.coochiecane.site And as far as My social media handles You can find me My business page Is under Coochie Cane Underscore baby cane For IG And you can find me On Facebook Under Coochie Cane Or uh, Tika Tolliver g singleton which is my sister we both have uh coochie cane businesses so you can find us that way
0: okay all Mm -hmm. right so let me go ahead and get the closing did you have a final thought Anything? no go
1: right ahead sir go right ahead
0: okay and closing i just like to quote mr elon musk he said many people will panic when they can't find their phone charger but they won't panic before they for their dream dies well, today's guest is definitely chasing her dreams, so please support her and definitely uh, reach out to her because we're inspired d- by her. Please remember to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date on the latest episodes of What's Up Reward and check us out again. My name is Wardy Ward. He's Trey All Day. Peace. Peace. Thank you.